We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the Winklerverse, an unadvertised, impromptu uh, podcast. I don't know that we'll go super long today, but I do want to talk some bucks. And uh, the wife and kid are gone, so I thought I'd go down to the basement and talk to some of my bucks friends. Um, And maybe do it in a way that's a little less aggressive than I normally do. Uh, If you do want to join as we are live, I'll throw the link up. Um, I got a new camera. So hopefully that doesn't go away on me. Thanks to Dan Shaney on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream. Remember to check him out for your insurance needs. It is a little bouncy uh, as I'm touching my computer. I got a new computer setup. I got a new computer system. I got a new uh, a new light. And uh, so I got to get a reason to, to get down here uh, a little bit more. Bucks win over the Sixers. And the Bucks win over the um, Timberwolves on Friday night. And I think as we get out of the break here, they look pretty good. I know that against the Timberwolves, they had a big lead, and then maybe it went away after a while. Uh, Against the Sixers, they had a big lead, and they did um, a good job to... To keep that one at bay. I mean, with no Joel Embiid, the Sixers team is not the same team, obviously. Um, And so there was some panic that you had a big win on Friday and then would follow it up with a stinker on Sunday. But uh, that obviously was not the case. Um, Bootsy, congratulations to Bootsy. He watched the game at Children's after the birth of his son. Bootsy. Believe that. Is that number two? If you had another one in there, I completely missed it. I'm sorry. Um, but congratulations to you and Mrs. Bootsy. Uh, Omar. Hola, hermano. That means brother. Um, Omar shouts us out here this afternoon. Ken says, go Bucks, go. I'm still seeing a lot of people complaining. They're 2-0 out of the gate. What more do people want? That is my struggle. That is my struggle, the Bucks and the people. And I got to just tune it out. It's, it does me no favors to complain about people. It does me no favors to 
continue to be very upset about things that have been said and written during the year. Uh, it does me no favors to continue to harp on that. I think it could, it doesn't do anyone favors. We we all like the Bucks. Okay? We all this is the problem. We all like the Bucks. Why do some of us have to pretend like we're smarter than the others? Now, I will say that in the playoffs because I'm a elite Warriors fan, um I know how the playoffs work better than most people. So that's why I was so confident during the uh, finals run that they were going to be just fine. So I'm elite in that aspect. Um, but we, we, like, it doesn't matter if you if you know the defensive OGRP or if I mean I'm just tired of seeing tweets like all that shit. And I'm tired of people reacting every game, every play. And now what? This is the team. This is the team. Okay. Uh, Jake says our defense has been night and day. What was Griff thinking? Fine. He was bad. Okay, fine. They win. Fine. This is closer to the team, and we still don't have Middleton yet, but in the two performances that we've seen since the All-Star break, the Bucs beat the Timberwolves 112-107 to in that game. Again, big lead, big third quarter. Wolves came charging back, but then Dame took over. So Dame really... Uh, in his last six quarters, because kind of took over there in that uh, second half against Minnesota. Dame's been great. Dame's been great. Um, I'm looking at his Minnesota stat line. It wasn't like off uh, tremendous, but it was it was better in the second half. We know that. He was 8 of 23, 2 for 8. What was he today in the win over the Sixers? 119 to 98. Uh, 8 of 15, 4 of 8 from 3 with 24 points. But he's been more focused. He's been more aggressive. He's been more maybe like himself, maybe more like the Dame that you would have anticipated. And I just don't know that there was any uh, scenario, unfortunately, where like these are the first two games out of the All-Star break. These weren't going to be the first two games in the regular season. It just wasn't going to look that way. That wasn't going to be the case. That wasn't going to be how it looked. Um, for whatever reason, personal stuff, getting used to a new team, getting used to a new city, now getting used to another new coach. Uh, it was just not going to be that way. And I think that's fine. I don't think that that is a big deal. But what this team needs to continually work towards is the playoffs. The playoffs are going to be a completely different animal. I can't stress this enough. The playoffs are going to be a completely different beast. I don't understand why they need to win January or win October or even win March. They just got to they got to be in a spot by the playoffs uh, where they look good. And even like I think what people want is they want it to ramp up. Right, they wanted to ramp up. Where by the time we get to the playoffs, you're looking uh, really good, and that can happen the two days before the playoffs. Like if they sucked, and then you had these two games before the playoffs, would you've been fine? I think so. We, but do we need like three weeks? Do we need you know a month? What do we need of consistently good play until we're all comfortable? Tony says the Bucs are starting to look like a championship team. Uh, Jake says, hopefully we see more of this Dame. He's the straw that stirs the drink. 
KJ says best Portis and Connaughton game in a long time. Connaughton with a couple of blocks. You know, he always does a flyby. I think it was Buddy Heald that didn't uh, realize that that's what he does. So got to go back and look at the tape there, uh, Buddy Heald. Um, yeah, Portis was good. 17 points. Pat was good. Seven points, five rebounds, a couple of blocks, an assist. Real glue guy type performance. Beasley was good. Six of seven for three with 20 points. Um, and so you look at that starting lineup. Brooke didn't need to do as much. But Dame had 24. Beasley had 20. Lopez at 11. Giannis at 30 with 12 boards, nine assists. He's got some real nice passes last two nights. And then he, I think he kind of forced one late. And Jay Crowder, the other guy starting, you may totally have forgotten he played. Um, but he was 0 for 4, no points. But that's going to be Middleton. So you take him out, you put Middleton in. They scored 119 tonight. What are, I mean, we're going to get back to the 130, 135 type scores. And if they can play defense just a little bit better than they had been, this team, as constructed, is still going to be fine. Uh, how did the new guys do? Beverly? All right, four points. And uh, Gallinari, uh, no, that was four points the other night. Beverly, three points. And Gallinari is basically just making cameos. He's probably, uh, those minutes could go to someone else eventually. All right, I think Jake is here, my buddy. Yeah. Feels nice good to be home. Yeah, look at you. I had to go with the old school background, man. I missed the show. How's my piano doing? Uh, it's a little out of tune. I got to touch up a little bit. Um, I've yeah. been trying to get into Rami's show um, just because kind of fill the void. But all I'll say is uh, I want Rami to go the Winkler route and kind of have that same path. But he's a very generous guy. And that's all he's I'm going to say about generous guy. Yeah, I'm, that's all I'm going to say about his show. But uh, Let's talk box. This was cool. To me, this was the first game in a long time, maybe more so than any other game this season, where the Bucks looked like they were just playing basketball and not trying to play basketball. Like, oh wow, that's a good take. That's better than anything I've said in nine minutes. Yeah, like it just it they looked like a team, they looked cohesive. Nobody looked like they were forcing anything. We were finding the open man, and yes, they made a lot of threes, so I'm sure. A lot of like Sixers or Celtics fans could be like, oh, they had a, you know, the the crazy three point, you know, anomaly game. But it's not like they were just jacking up threes that were contested. They were just creating open looks and hitting those open looks. So that was nice to see. Um, Dame, still a work in progress, I think. Obviously, first half, phenomenal. Second half, just got a little bit of early season Dame. Uh, so, you know, hopefully he's peaking by, you know, mid-April going into the playoffs. That would be a nice thing to see. Uh, that Giannis pass, I mean, just utter ridiculousness that if that was... Which one? The, bounce, the, the weird bounce one? The full court pass where he just... Oh, like, but before halftime, duh. It just dead on accurate. If that's Jokic making that pass, you, my Twitter or X feed, sorry, Matt, would have been flooded with that play just over and over again. But since it was Giannis, it's crickets, nothing new. We know that uh, he's not going to get the love from the media. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm a little bit more optimistic. I know Philly obviously didn't have Embiid, and, you know, they're not fielding a full squad. But 
it's not just the fact that they won it's that they looked comfortable out there and uh yeah it was a overall enjoyable game to watch we're brought to you as always by happy place hemp promo code is bart 25 percent off each and every order um you can get the gummies you can get the cbd ones the thc ones i've talked to you about the seltzer that i had um i got a couple of those left in the fridge maybe tonight's a good seltzer night um they got 10 milligrams of thc and of cbd and they do hit you quicker i will say what do they taste like bart like what what would you compare it to beverage wise like a Lacroix, like a water oh, okay so not like an like a good flavor like this just kind of refreshing like it's not I'm like not the, the guy. guy. It's not like the. It's not like what they got at Tupelo Honey for brunch. Those delicious sodas. Hey, my wife's going to Tupelo Honey this week. Oh, good. Or next I got to get back. March second, I think. Yeah, she's going. March second. Wow. I'm jealous. I can't that go thing, with. That sounds so far away. It's Saturday. Yeah. March second sounds so. Well, far yeah. Away. I want to sample the uh, seltzers, but I wanted a little bit more of a review. Other than you shouldn't have drank it before you went to the game, but that's good to know <sighs> yeah. as well. Oh, you can order them happyplacehemp.com. Again, 25% off with the promo code BART. You can also get them at Ray's in Tosa. And uh, you can pick them up as well. Lots uh, lots going on. Happyplacehemp.com. Promo code is BART. Uh, this comment from Nikki. She says, we played great defense. Harris played 31 minutes. Only scored eight points. Quiet game from Tobias. Um, Alex has boots on the ground in Phoenix. So I believe he's at uh, Maryvale. Um, or he could go to the Sun. I think the Suns are playing right now at home. Tony says, if former coach Griffin is coaching this game, we somehow lose in double overtime. That's quite a prediction, um, but to each their own. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I think that um, the big takeaway, the only thing I tweeted during this game was keep us off Bally Sports because they were on national TV on Friday and CBS 58. And WMLW, which means Milwaukee. And then today's game on ABC. So no Bally Sports is good. There'll be nine more of those. There'll be nine more of those uh, non-Bally with the Bally crew. I mean, it's still Lisa, Marcus, Craig, Steve. Steve. End of an era. Uh, it's still all them. Um, but there's going to be nine more of those on WMLW, including March, I believe, the 5th? No, when did the March, March 4th? That game will be on Telemundo. And so you can listen to Kevin Holden on the call on uh, March 4th if you have Telemundo in Milwaukee. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I did want to bring up, um, since I have to bring some hate, uh, I love a game where a guy that everybody wanted traded, like, destroyed Philly and Bobby Portis and then a guy that everybody's wanted to trade for forever in Buddy Heald absolutely sucked ass so that was fun well Frank Madden even mentioned that there was a time two years ago where we all wanted to get rid of Brooke Lopez for Mo Bamba uh and that didn't look like it would have worked out uh either. I don't know what you're talking about were you in that camp were you in that camp Jake I, I was a big Mo Bamba believer early. I don't know if I ever said that. Yeah, I you know, Bamba's a guy if that I ever tweeted about Bamba. He just never got the motor going. If he would have, he could have been something probably special. But I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't like basketball. He just kind of exists when he's on the court. The only time that I have tweeted about or have any interaction with Bamba, I tweeted me, I searched. Somebody said Bamba is in no matter what, but they misspelled Bama when I was talking about the college football playoffs back in 2018. Please don't search mine. Can I? No. Oh, by the way, uh, last night I was at a wedding, and this was probably I think the fourth time I've been recognized out in public where somebody just comes up and says, hot take. So I met a nice young man. He knows somebody who worked at the station with you and the first thing he said was obviously fuck bill and uh bart's the best so yeah the opinions of people that come on my show do not necessarily yeah i, I, I want to yeah i will i will say that that's not bart's opinion that was someone else but yeah that was the first thing he said to me but yeah i a nice young man in target helped me find peanut butter uh he recognized me and i met someone at the fiserv that also so, you know, the Winkler verse lives, my friend. You are everywhere. Well, if I'm like a if I'm like a Z-list celebrity in this town, what does that make you then? <laughs> That's kind of sad if you think about it. I was at uh the Foxhole last night in Shorewood, and as soon as I walked in the door, a guy named Joel said, Bart. And I was like, whoa. You're the voice I, like, of the voiceless, my friend. Like I like I was there to meet him. It was like so quick. Did you big time him? Of course not. Come on, you're a national radio guy now. No. You need to start, you got to get that routine down pat. We took a picture. Oh, yeah. It's a large man. He's a tall guy, yeah. Yeah. He's a tall guy. Um, Taylor says the pieces are starting to fall into place. Patience is a virtue. Bucks fans let Doc cook. Alex is asking if we can get a March Madness pool. You know, Matt asked me the same thing the other day, and I said women's. And then he, then he said, like, something. That, I don't know. He didn't I'll like be it. honest with you. I would have as much of a shot in the women's as the men's. Like, who I've, I've, I've watched more women's hoops than I have men's this year. Nobody like, eight minutes to three. Anymore. Yeah. No, thank you. All right. Uh, I do want to quickly mention something about the Brewers. So I believe that Craig Council, while he's happy about the money, I believe he's 
he wishes it didn't come to this point and he would like to still be managing in Milwaukee because what happens then is people that do that, they then double down on like, Oh, there's a lot of people here today. They double down on, on comments that they shouldn't be saying just to make like, to make them more confident in themselves that they did the right thing. So Craig's going to shit on Milwaukee inadvertently or, subconsciously or really passive aggressively. And it's not going to be anything anti-Milwaukee. It's going to be really so that he can make himself feel better for the decision he made. That is what I believe uh, as a communications major that thinks he has a good pulse on how people act uh, and feel and think. So that is what I believe. Now, when I put that out into the universe, I wish there was a filter I'm putting that out into the Brewers fans universe. I'm putting that out to fellow Brewers fans to be like, hey, yeah, I saw this thing Craig did. Here's why I think he did it. But the problem is Cubs fans see it. And then I get the same, you know, shit from Cody Bellinger Stan accounts. Like cry more, cry more. That phrase block. Clown emoji block. It's like, it's fine if you do it, but everyone does it. That's why I talk to the kid. Everyone does it. So it's like, stop. You're going for that JJ Reddick engagement is what it is. Yeah. No, when I, I try to break that. down a spring training game and the different ways that Joey Weimer is playing. His long angle. Yeah. Then no one, yeah. no one clicks. But when I start bitching about Craig Council, then every then I get a 500,000 views. Sad world. Uh, but honestly, it goes without saying, but fuck Council. Um, I think he's going to learn there's some things that are more important than money. Um, with Milwaukee, he, if he wanted it, had a lifetime job. And now he's in the, he went from the little fishbowl to the big tank. And in a place like Chicago, when shit starts to go wrong a little bit, rightly or wrongly, they're going to look at the manager and the heat's going to be on. Whereas I don't know if he'll ever or ever would have had that in Milwaukee because he's just little old Craig from Whitefish Bay and we just love him and he's just scrappy. And yeah, I think uh, he at some point he's going to know he made a mistake. But then, you know, people are like, oh, he's the richest manager. Like, I understand that he is satisfied with more money, but I also want to say that money is not the end all be all. Okay. Like, yes, he, he took more money, so he's going to do it for more money. But you can't, I, if I just say, oh, this guy seems like he might deep down be unhappy, you can't say more money. You know, there's money is great, but it doesn't like erase everything else. You know, then because it'd be like, oh, wow, I, I got in an awful accident and my legs don't work anymore. Well, here's $3 million settlement. Well, yeah, well, I'd rather have the ability to walk, you know? Was that too extreme, extreme for an example? I, I think I see where you're going there. I was going to say somebody be dead, but then I was like, that's too extreme. So then I just went with paralysis. <laughs> Zach did a uh, look of your hot take, Jake, uh, Mo Bamba takes. Oh, boy. He says, quick summary of his takes. Today is another day of no Mo Bamba to the Bucks trade. This is not fair. This is this what this show is going to become? I don't. No, never mind. Go go back to your regular time slot bar. We don't need this show. All right. Hey, you're you're getting recognized left and right. 
Jake, this was as this was as recent as last January. I like Mo Bamba, all right? I liked his potential. Bobby out back to the Mo Bamba agenda. Man, and, y'all are ruthless. Should oh see my somebody. God. You, there's like eight tweets. Oh my god, there's like 10, 20. Can someone else come on to the show? And when I like, said that about Frank, I didn't realize you were that big of a Mo Bomb. I had no idea. Did anybody else have a take? Does anybody else want to jump on right now and say something about the game? You know, some analysis. At least 20 tweets about Mo Bamba. Well, the good thing is, I don't think you, I don't know if you'll be able to find my old Twitter account because that's probably loaded up. <laughs> Did you, you, you were like Bomba season or something? I probably, that was a motivating factor to starting a new Twitter account. I was like, oh, I don't want people to see all this. <laughs> it's way easier than going back and deleting. Yeah, that's good. Um, all right. So, again, regarding today's game, and you brought up something that I wanted to bring up too with Giannis in that pass before uh, the end of the half. That was a cr- tremendous play. It was a great pass, it was great accuracy. Me and this other guy, we had the our kids have this open gym, and so the other half of the gym cleared, so we were doing full court shots and like whipping them exactly like Giannis tried to. Yeah, but we were so off. The precision on that from Giannis, it's like, how can you do they do they ever practice that? He was so accurate. And then Lopez got it up, obviously, but that kind of play, like we're not, I think we're pretty good with. Okay, the box, you know, small market, whatever. I think we understand. But with Giannis, they legit don't show shit that he does. And when other people do it, they do show it all the time. Like, yes, Jokic is great. Embiid is great. Luke is great. All these guys are great. And we see that they're great because every time they do something great, we get shown it. When Giannis does it, it's like they hide it. It's like this is a secret we don't want people to see. That, that is that is weird. And now there's all the you know the MVP discussion starting again. And there's people that are keeping Giannis out. And we're saying, like, well, what about Giannis? And they go, Oh, look at you, Bucks fans. No, like, what about like what about Giannis? And then the, I don't know. It's just so stupid. It took a bizarre turn this week. To me, this is the the weirdest thing, or the most blatant example was like we're now to the point where we're just completely ignoring factual shit that happened when Chandler Parsons and whatever, I think it was Arenas, whatever scrub he had with him. And they were like, yeah, that's why he's never won anything and he's not going to. And it's like, he had one of the greatest finals performances ever with one fucking leg and nobody checked him to like, be like, what are you, what are you talking about? And it's just okay that they were able to put this out on a platform. But I don't understand the hate Giannis gets. Um, I said it before. He's a man without a country. Uh, his parents emigrated from Africa to Nigeria. So like there's a lot of um, or to, to Greece from Nigeria. So the, like Nigerians didn't really claim him. And then his family put up with so much shit in Greece because they were from Nigeria and all the racist shit that goes on there. So the Greeks didn't claim him until he actually made it. And like this stupid broy. A uh, little fraternity of NBA beta boys that all want to team up together and be friends. 
Giannis ain't that way. So they didn't embrace him. So I'm just glad he has Milwaukee that like he can live in this city and be a real person. And we really are his home. So I forget what it was, an interview or maybe one of the movies where he said, like, when people ask him where he's from, he says Milwaukee. And that warms my heart because I feel like we actually have embraced him and we are his home. And that's my soapbox. I say I'm from lacrosse. Uh, yeah, that it was kind of weird the other day when you guys were like fawning over wherever it was. I'm like, you really miss that lifestyle. Don't I love you? lacrosse. Oh, I, I feel like you were like, man, I would give this life up in a second to just, you know, go party in lacrosse for a weekend. Just to just to be atop of Granddad's Bluff and look down below. That, now, is that the, the school where they have the bridge where the serial killer is that keeps pushing people off? Uh, that that was 15 years ago. Is that still happening? No. I feel like that's a Netflix special waiting to happen. Uh, they called him the Mississippi Madman. Yeah, because what at first they were just trying to claim that people were falling off because they were drunk. I right? do believe there was a killer. I do believe. Yeah, there's no way, right? That, that There is a special on it somewhere. I don't know if it's a Dateline or... Yeah, because who just is like walking down a bridge, even if they're drunk, and then be like, "Oh shit, I'm going, I'm going over." Like Daniel's right; they put in, they put in people to patrol the, 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 uh, the river, Operation River Watch. Oh, so he got away with it. They should have done a sting operation. That's what they should have done. All right, I don't want to talk about that. Uh, Tony says, "Will the national narrative be about how the Bucks beat the Wolves, but they were flat, and the Sixers are without Embiid, and there was no signature Bucks win?" No, that's not what will happen. We saw the blueprint for this. So who do the Bucks play next? We've got the Hornets on Tuesday. Probably, probably win that game, yeah. Oh, we got the Hornets twice. Shit. Bart, you were at that last Hornets game, right? Yeah. That was one of the weirdest games I ever been to. My buddy was in town. We went to the game. And it was bizarre. At one point, like late in the third quarter, I was, we looked like, up. I was I was zooted off a of seltzer. You were so. kind of there. Yeah, you were half there. But it was it was weird because we looked up late in the third quarter and whatever they had, like, was it 68 points? And it was like, how has Charlotte scored 68 points? It seemed like they had not scored a bucket. Like, there was just the, the most unremarkable team I've ever seen. And just not fun basketball. Yeah, one of my buddies was at Pata before and he put – he took bridges that go over 30 points, but he thought it was the other bridges. And then the guy had like 12 points. Oh, he thought it was Mikel? Yeah. Not Miles? Not Miles. Bucks have the Hornets twice this week and then the Bulls on Friday. What will happen is if they lose one of those games, then that's when more coverage will happen. Um, also, that's what happened when they beat the Nuggets. They beat the Nuggets, and then they lost to the Heat the next night. Nobody cared about the Nuggets. But I did notice, if we're going to talk national coverage, it changed a little bit already today because Stephen A. Smith was at that Minnesota game. He was there. So he saw it and was forced to watch it. So he already talked about it today on the pregame. And on first take tomorrow... I bet you the Bucks come up in a positive way and Stephen A. Smith says really positive things because he finally was there to see it. 
He had so to that, watch the Bucks then, for the first time. And then time. a lot of the agenda will flow. Like, it's great. Like, this is how few real voices there are in the NBA media that, like, it's so top-heavy where there's there's a lot of people in, in the NBA media. I mean, there's a lot of people that talk about these games, but Stephen A. Smith will, him being at a game, if he didn't go to that game, right? they just say, oh, probably, fucking Doc, you know, whatever. No, that was probably the first time he watched Milwaukee this season. And conversely, then Minnesota might get shit on when they shouldn't. Yeah. Because they're a really good team. Yeah, now that you're in the national media bard, I'm tasking you with like cleaning this shit up because I've tried as bad as I've ever seen. I've really tried. Um, I say plenty of times that I'm just a Midwest yokel, flyover country. Yeah, but then you're this is why we it. can't beat ourselves down. The pundits do it for enough. Yeah, to, to go back to what I was saying at the very beginning, we all root for this team, but we're fractured within, like. I was tweeting at Archon 14 the other night. I got rid of that. But I just, like, I hate these guys. But I shouldn't. I shouldn't have any feelings. I should only have good feelings towards these guys. But they, it's, it's like a, it's like a mission to prove you're the smartest Bucks fan. I don't like it. And they'll say, no, no, I'm not doing that. I just, I don't, I don't, I then that's the vibe. I don't know. I give a vibe you might not like. I mean, I, whatever. That's the vibe. I guess, but I'm, I, I know my role. I'm fan police, man. That's right. You got to tell them how to act. I can, I can, I can self-identify my role. I know what I am. Well, I wanted to say quickly too, you're talking about how, well, the Denver game, well, it's whatever. Well, Sixers didn't have Embiid, and there's always, like, a thing to just kind of poo-poo it. They always can play the ultimate trump card, which is it's the regular season. Nothing matters. It's the regular season, right? So literally none of these games matter. What 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 analysis should there be had if, if none of this matters, right? That's, that's one thing that bothers me. Yeah, I would just say, um, like, this, this – team we know that this team at its like most capable and at highest potential they can win a championship this year so i think we get mad when we watch them lose to the heat by 20 because we're like we know we're better than that but i don't know that that man i just it's not gonna none of that shit's gonna i'm kind of being what you don't like i guess well it's not gonna matter to the playoffs for me, it's mostly disappointing that like it's not early anymore. We're past the All Star break, and I assumed they would get it together before this. Now maybe this is the beginning of that, and I just need to be a little bit more patient. But I think anybody that's like claims that, oh no, I knew it would kind of go this way. I think you're kind of lying. It's not a little disingenuous. Like we all thought by this point they'd be rolling number one seed type. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought that. I mean, and I like the, you think it might take Dame a little bit, but I didn't think we'd still be at the All Star break. Uh, Drew of Rami and Drew says the win felt really good after all the drama farming this week, and he's right about that. There was a lot of that, but also it feels good because now you can at least see it. Oh, but now that we've seen it, if they lose one of these games, you know, I, I don't know. 
If the regular season doesn't matter, then why do the games exist? Kind of where well, I'm at. It, it matter. It does matter, but there's too many. There's there's too many games. There's too many games with the way that they're trying to determine a champion. Because the playoffs, the playoffs are like half as long as the regular season. It's insane. And ten teams get a chance now. So really, it's about it's about. It's an 82 game race for seeding and to find out which five teams are shitty. But do you remember uh, the the COVID baseball season was the greatest baseball season ever? Like, yeah. Imagine if we had that season with fans packing the stadiums. Like that would. Well, be there was a strike year, baseball. lockout year in the NBA in '99. 50 game season. Yeah. People loved it. The NFL is only the only league that has the appropriate like schedule, I feel like. And now they're they're trying to ruin it by adding more, but yeah. Well we'll see. Hey, uh, speaking Trevor, of baseball, to, go ahead, what? Uh what do you think about Wienergate? Oh, those jerseys are terrible. Well, yeah, and now like there's gonna be guys in baseball, you know, it's gonna be a hot, sweaty day. They're going to be zooming in on these white pants, and they're going to be literally hanging dong on television. Something has to get done. The Padres, the Padres started wearing last year's pants. Did they? They just said screw it. Good for them. Yeah, and then someone was like, "Look, in in old pictures, you can see like the outline of the shirt tucked in, but you could never see like you could never see you could never see weenies." Yeah, like I I didn't I, you would never get actual visualization of shaft size like it. You'd have to imagine still. Yeah, now you can now you can see wieners and balls. Yeah, yeah. It's so crazy. yeah, what a joke those jerseys. And when I first heard about this, I'm like, how bad could it be? Then I saw the side by sides, and I was like, oh my god, that's terrible. Well, they look they look gross too. Yeah, they're awful looking. I don't, you know, how could they fumble this badly on something like that's seen at all times? It it's very weird that it got to like. I would assume they have quality control and there's like steps and a process to all this. How could they get all the way to the point where now we're mass producing these things and this is what we're rolling with? Well, uh, I don't know, but if you like looking at naked baseball players, this is the perfect season for you. That was one of my old jobs. I used to work in the clubhouse. Yeah, you, I mean, you, you've 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 seen your share of probably. Yeah, too much. Well, now Nightmare. now you don't even need a job to do it. Yeah, I'm gonna have like PTSD. I wanted to I wanted to see baseball private parts so bad I had to get a job in the media, get credentialed for the games. You did the long play. No, I just turn I on my TV. It. Yeah, I respect you used to, it. You used, to, you used to have to work to see uh, X-rated. Yeah. Uh, baseball content. All right. Well, I'm going to go upstairs. Uh, good to see you again, buddy. Yeah. Mania predictions. Mania. Yeah. Well, they're doing. So when Cody says he wants to fight the rock, are they going to do that night one? I don't or know. Are they going to do that at SummerSlam? I heard they're going to do a tag team match with, uh, I don't really care about that. Like I'd like to see Cody in the rock, but I don't care about Seth Rollins and that doesn't do it for me. I just wish CM Punk didn't get hurt. That, that bumps. So you know. rock and Cody should be safe for SummerSlam. Yeah. 
I mean, I think either you do it at Mania or you do it at SummerSlam. I don't, I don't need to Seth Rollins to be involved in any of that. Well, there's no stakes to it. You can't do a tag team match and then the next night do Cody versus Roman. Yeah. Roman Rock's turning on Roman, right? I would assume. I don't know. He likes being a heel, so you never know. I enjoy when he does this shtick. Oh, Ryan likes Drew over Seth. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, probably be Drew over Seth. Punk will come back and beat Drew, and then next year's Mania, you got Punk and Cody. That'll be a good show. All right. All right, buddy. Miss you. To you and yours. Um, Adios. I'll, I'll pop on live on Tuesday as we've been doing. And uh, we'll do. Yeah, there's still there's still a little there's still a little battery left in this engine. There's enough to to keep me, you know, going each day. Just enough. Just enough hope. But I love you, Winklever. See you. See you, buddy. All right. Bucks win two good wins over the weekend. Um, Friday night and then sorry, back at it against the Hornets a couple of times and the Bulls on Friday. I'll talk to you next time. Have a great rest of your day.